It's Auto In with your hosts, Seth Kelly and Garrett Walder. In this episode, how does the PBN create instant replays for their broadcasts? Is it hard to do? And how instanty is it really? Without further ado, Auto In. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, no, I'm going to do that again because I started clipping. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to. I literally clipped again. Oh, no. <laughs> Just talk quieter. Hello, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to Auto In. We're back with the second episode because you guys liked the first episode so much. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about instant replay and, and other things. I am Seth Kelly. We also have our other host. Hello, I am Garrett Welder. You may remember me from the first episode um, or maybe As not. the AC parka guy or the AC pants guy. Yeah, the, uh, the rip off sleeve parka vest contraption indeed yeah when are we when are we gonna get those when are we gonna get those yeah i mean we had a lot of people listen to it the problem was because chris told us we figured out the problem was the door keeps getting left open and so all the ac comes out and so there's like ac coming into us and also other like warmer um environment things from other rooms coming also into us and so that's why it's perpetually hot and cold uh, that's that's the scientific reason. So what I'm hearing is our podcast actually caused like a discovery is and we made change in the world through our podcast. You know what else our podcast caused? What? It caused our special guest to come on the show today. And his name is not Will Moulton. It is Caleb <laughs> Todd. Good morning. That is not, in fact, Will Moulton. So what led your mother to name you Caleb Todd? I don't know. <laughs> I think the only reasoning behind it was it's a Bible name. Okay. I don't really get why which it was one, Caleb, Caleb or as Todd? opposed to any other biblical name. Wait, which one? Caleb or Todd? I don't remember a Caleb, Caleb Todd in the Bible. Oh, okay. Todd is Scottish for fox. Oh. oh. And foxes Ow! have holes and what was it? Foxes have holes and something has dens, but the son of man has no place <gasps> to lay his head. It is biblical. So Caleb hey, Todd both. is a biblical name, confirmed. Indeed. What other things can we can we filibuster through before we get to the point? Actually, let's just get to the point. Why don't we? Does that what sound good? What is the point, Seth? The point today is replay. Let's first go into what is replay. Raise your hand before you replay speak. Replay is exactly what it sounds like it is. It's where you take previously recorded footage and play it back live so that people can see the same thing again. Indeed. Um, also called instant replay because we we do it instantly. I think that was one question that we got for the Q&A that we're probably just going to end up answering. So shout out to Andrew from Penang, Malaysia for that question. But we're going to talk about like how we make the replay instant. How do we actually like on the go get it so that the, the pre-recorded footage, you know, we don't have to do it all the way at the end of the game and and play back the recorded footage in the final product. We actually do that uh, spontaneously as the game goes on. And and so that's replay. Um, are volunteers and or student workers assigned this job? Who is assigned this job normally? So for most of last season, it was Travis, who is no longer at DBU. He graduated. So for this coming spring, when sports happen again, we're going to mix it up and have as many people as possible learn to run replay so that we don't have to depend on a short list of people to run it. 
when sports go on, we we have some volunteers run replay. It's just, Chris wants everyone to get on replay at some point uh, because it's it's very good for them to not only like I said last episode, I think to to hype this episode up. Um, it's it's very good to learn how to run the machine for the sake of running replay for the broadcast. But the broader implications of that is you learn how to stay on your feet and you learn how to work fast, which helps you in other positions such as TD and especially director because um, you because you have to react fast. Yeah, it also does require a good degree of multitasking as well, because not only are you having to um, get the replay ready on your little console, which just in case, just brief overview from what I can tell, and this is coming from somebody who's actually never ran replay before, so I may be completely wrong, and Seth, please come over and slap me in the face if I'm speaking heresy against the replay. Okay, I'll but, do it um, if you're right, too. Actually, yeah, that would be fun, you know? <laughs> um, so the uh, there's like this there's like this lever-looking thing and these buttons, and somehow you use those two in combination to... Mm get a replay ready so that when the uh, director cues you and basically says, you know, roll replay, um, that's not what they actually say, but close enough. Um, They'll, they'll, uh, the person on replay will hit it and start the replay. So you're having to pay attention to the game to find potential replays, get those replays ready, and also be paying attention to the director because um, you have to listen for them to cue you to start the replay so you're essentially having to follow three different three different jobs almost at the same time um so it's very big into multitasking alongside the other uh skills that you mentioned yeah in fact the name of this podcast auto in um we we also mentioned this is the auto in is the name of the button that we push to bring in a replay um, the, the director will say fly and then the person running replay will know that at that point they have to play the replay that they had, um, that, that they were recording the whole time. Um, so the tasks that the job involves and the technology that is involved in replay go very hand in hand. And so the, the technology we use is this machine called the three play machine. Um, and it's, it's this box that lays right next to um, two monitors that are are displaying the computer program that we run, also I believe called Three Play, and um, the parts of the machine we have a um, a scrubber I think you call it. It's this yeah, circle thing that you go all circly on. And um, oh, for the record, I I need to establish we record on Three Play the game as it's happening. And so that's why we're able on the machine through the scrubber to scrub back to a previous point in the uh, in the broadcast and be able to play that again. Uh, we also have the in and out buttons where we um, we compile clips of the the uh, broadcast by going back with the scrubber, pressing in and then playing uh, to a certain point where we want the clip to cut off and then pressing out. And that's how we store a lot of clips for um, our broadcasts, things like highlights uh, for the athletics department and especially things like replay packages uh, that we play later, either during like a a break in the game or after the game during halftime, um, things like that. And the the T-bar that Garrett was describing is made to adjust the speed 
of the um of of the playback and so whenever we press play it'll play it back at a regular speed if the t-bar is all the way up but we can turn the speed down in order to get really dramatic slow motion shots to um to up the drama of the um of the replay it's one of the most creative positions of the broadcast td you know you press buttons and um uh, the director is probably the most uh, creative job because you're you're creatively visualizing what the broadcast is going to look like. Um, but replay, you really you really get to tell a story, especially with the um, what's it called the playlists where we do the replay packages and such. And so it's quite an involved job because you have to do all of these things. You have to scrub back, press in play when the director says fly uh or sorry play when the director says roll fly is what uh, the director says in order to tell the td to press the button auto in in order to bring in the replay yeah and then roll is when you play the replay and then the replay plays for a little bit and then when it's done you press out and you add it to a clip and name it and things like that and um i haven't done a lot of baseball and caleb you've done quite a bit of baseball so Walk us through like A, B replays and A, B, A, B replays. So there's two main ways we do A, B replays. One is so that you can fade from A to B, which are playing together when they're linked. And so you fade from A to B and maybe back to A to show different angles with a smooth transition instead of just a hard cut. What you can also do unlinked with A and B is you uh, choose the angles first, you play A and go through that, and once the replay for A ends, you go back to B and it fades and shows the same play again from a different angle. And that's probably the most stressful thing for me. That's what made replay very... Like, I needed to get a very strong foundation of running replay for volleyball and soccer um, and basketball before, because each one kind of builds on the next. I found that volleyball was easier than soccer to run replay because soccer it goes games go longer and so it's harder to focus because you're not doing as many replays there's not as the game isn't as saturated with especially cool things that would deserve getting on uh, replay packages and uh, volleyball you know you you're you're still working just as uh, fast but with less um, less options for camera angles for replay and there's there's breaks after every play in volleyball so it's more objective as to when replays are shown yeah exactly when in soccer you could gamble and show replay during a live ball but oftentimes it's not worth it yeah but then when you wait for a dead ball the time may have passed so it's more up to the discretion of the director when in volleyball there's a break at the end of every point and that's the perfect time to show a replay yeah and you know what's surprisingly difficult actually is the replays during Rocket League. So um, for those who don't know, the Patriot Broadcast Network started replaying, uh, I mean, yes, replaying, but also well, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there's going to be esports teams at DBU now. and um, Not just one. We only have one. <laughs> we right? just have one. Oh, no. Do we have multiple? No, uh, there's, the Rocket League? Leagues, there's the Rocket League team. There's Smash Bros. There's uh, FIFA, apparently, and NBA oh. 2K, I believe. And Madden, yes. And Madden, okay. Wow. Um Okay. And I believe it's different people for each one. There may be some yeah. crossover, but as far as I'm aware, it's different people. But for Rocket League, we were doing some Rocket League test streams relatively recently. And for the test streams, it wasn't like we were actually really doing anything with it. It was more so just making sure all the technology worked um, mm-hmm. since we've never really done that before with esports. 
And the thing about Rocket League, for those who don't know, it's a game about uh, playing soccer with cars with giant rockets strapped to the back of them. So they can go new really fast. And um <laughs> I love this. <laughs> they go, yeah, they can even fly too, so they go like whoosh. <laughs> yeah. It's great. They should have had me as like the audio engineer for this. Yeah. You know? I, 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 <laughs> please, please we can uh, make- Psionics make a version of Rocket League where you just hire Garrett to do all the sound effects. Yeah, they they can have the Garrett dub of the game where you know it's just like I'm singing all the vocals for the background music, you know. So I'm over here like up in the sky, and all the instruments, way above the clouds. <laughs> yeah, and all the instruments like and the percussion like boop, 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 boop. That, that was not percussion. I don't know what that was, but um, what was I talking about? Oh, right, yeah. So Rocket League test stream. We um. And so Chris was directing it in the room. I was uh, on TriCaster or TD, right, is the position. That's what that's called. Yeah, TD. we don't call it TriCaster. That's the computer program we use. Oh, yeah. Well, TD. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was on TD and um, Chris was directing and then uh, Austin was on replay. And I believe it was his first time on a replay and it was my first time as TD. And um, we were just kind of learning how to do it and since you know it's a safe environment we're not actually streaming it anywhere and we're testing it anyway might as well put the new people on uh the more difficult position so they can learn right yeah now at one point uh chris leaves the room to go work on the broadcast down i believe at the esports room yeah so he i basically am put in the position of director right but the thing about rocket league is that after every goal there's already a replay in the game yeah. So it comes down to timing it to where your replay starts at the same time as the replay in the game and then ending it at the same time as the replay in the game. Because otherwise you either in game goes to a replay and then you then cut and go to a replay. Right. Or you have to or, you know, you start it at a little bit early and then you leave the replay into a replay. So you'll see the right, same exactly. goal like twice immediately after each other, probably from the same camera angle. And then it just looks awkward. Or the other problem, too, is that there's also a skip replay option in the game. So you have to take the gamble of are the players going to skip the replay in their game, making it to where you're going to miss stuff if you go into a replay on the stream. It was very interesting. I don't know. I wasn't expecting that, but it became kind of fun. It was like a little game, you know, it was like a high risk (laughs) casino sort of thing, you know. So we actually changed the way we're going to be doing replay for Rocket League. So during the games, since the game automatically shows a replay of every goal, we just let the game do it for us. Oh, okay. And then so what we're going to use three play for is any like highlights between games. Since the games only last five minutes, there's a there's breaks every five to six minutes, depending on how long the game actually lasts. But we'll have highlights compiled in the playlist section of three play, so that between games we can show like a summary of the game through highlights and we can also show saves which which aren't um shown by rocket league they only show the goals so you can have saves or any any other highlights that happen in between there's a lot to figure out with replay when we're doing new sports um we were (laughs) we were doing lacrosse for a little i think we did one lacrosse game um last year and we figured out that the replay guy um makes about five clips throughout the um throughout the whole game and that's goals that's like cool um catches and passes and such 
Um, and so it's a pretty chill, chill broadcast. It's a chill, chill broadcast. Have, has anybody ever like used chill twice to describe something like you? I mean, just you did. just did. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gauging how normal that is because it's it's not. It's a Gucci Cabo chill uh, Rolls Royce. <laughs> um, Polo by Ralph Lauren. Well, on that on, <laughs> on that note, we are going to take a break, and then after the break, we're gonna come back with a couple of like personal stories and uh, other things that are that are specific to people in the PBN regarding replay. That's very vague, but you're gonna get it once we get into this segment. Yeah. So, um, so let's take a break, and then we'll get back to that. All right, break over. For you guys, that was probably about like 10 seconds or something, maybe five seconds for us. It was a solid um, like two seconds. Yeah. So that's crazy. We basically just sat here and stared at Seth until he told us to talk again. Indeed. Yeah. Which was nice. You know, like of all the people to look at, Seth is a good person to look at, you know? I don't know how to I take appreci- that. I appreciate the aesthetics. <laughs> okay, do we Seth's remember face. the time? I don't think you would have known this, but this is when <laughs> Seth just started working there. His picture on the like the worker profile was not him yes it was I someone who looked really? it was someone who looked vaguely like him but had a very like a very prominent jawline and black hair and no glasses right black curly hair as well and i Amazing. was like seth did you dye your hair and he's like no that's not me okay so let's get into some some replay um it, some replay like talking about replay not playing replays we can't do that through audio actually we can Right now, we're going to play a 10-second replay of something that happened in the broadcast, starting now. Up in the sky, way above the clouds. Yeah, and all the instruments like... And the percussion like... I have no words. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty crazy when that happened earlier, wasn't it? Um, so, so, who is slash was i think we uh, we we touched on this the person who was the go-to guy for replay when he was working here is travis i can give some shout outs to like some of the other go-to's over the last two two and a half years yeah go ahead so travis was definitely a one but we also had will king and john stevenson selena hope ran it a few times and seth you were also really good at it especially come later in volleyball and soccer seasons Uh, oh, um, you know, uh, doesn't anything. <laughs> there are just moments when I want to say something and then I'm just like, no, that's stupid. And then I like just he <laughs> trail off. He looked at me and I just gave him the most condescending blink I could. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a super smooth transition from that to talking about like unspoken or given rules about replay. When they teach you replay, what are some things that you need to know that they don't necessarily think to tell you when they're first teaching it to you? Ooh, this will be helpful, learn on actually. the job. I would say the thing I learned from watching Travis was to get ready for the next move as early as possible. So mm. when he's running replays, and this is what we do, especially for baseballs, we'll have it in live mode. So you see the live feeds of each of the four cameras and the moment the play starts like the moment the pitch is thrown you like scrub it back just a little bit so it pauses and since three plays already recording what's still happening you have the beginning of the replay already set 
so that mm-hmm. you can have it ready like as soon as the play ends from the beginning of the pitch. There's one thing that sometimes we do for basketball games, um, especially when a play is under review, actually only when a play is under review. Um, we will put replay into program, which means it's going into the broadcast, but we won't play the replay um, just smoothly, just play it. We'll scrub it forward a little bit and then scrub it back a little bit and then scrub it forward a little bit. And we'll do that over and over again. But it looks, it looked when I was on um, basketball replay, it just felt so wrong that nothing was moving sometimes. Like I was scrubbing back and forth. It felt so unnatural. And of course, um, <laughs> I don't really watch sports. I should um, because I'm working, you know, broadcasting sports and I need to know how it looks. Um, but that was some, that's something that they sometimes do in actual sports broadcasts. And I didn't know that. And so, um, so I was like freaking out when I was, when I was asked to do that. Uh, do you have any unspoken or given rules about re- Oh no, you haven't ever run replay. I've never before. run replay. No, I was kind of hoping you guys would actually like teach me some unspoken rules, you know, cause I've never done it before. So I oh. wouldn't. No rules have ever been spoken to me, so I guess any rule is an unspoken rule. I think I think the biggest unspoken rule is just ahead is on time, and on time is behind. Yes, absolutely. You got to think. I'm that. That's one thing that Chris says when we're whenever we're running replay. Not think one step ahead, but think three steps ahead. And he. That's also what he says when uh, directing. Also, also turn left to go right. Turn left. <laughs> turn left to go right. There was there was some sign that I saw like. Uh, it was a picture on the internet of this sign that said on a on a street that said right lane must right left. Nice. So you got to pull out a piece of paper and be like, okay, L <laughs> E F. People honking behind T- you. Yeah, you know, everyone's <laughs> just behind him with their hazards on. Like, hurry up! I already have it written down. What's taking you so long? But now that I think about it, I was thinking, oh, of course, they meant right lane must turn left. But that doesn't make any sense either, because if you're in the right lane, it's a huge hazard to go forward and turn left. Yeah, there are all of these (laughs) cars driving forward. I don't know where I was the other day. Like, or I mean, I did at the time know where I was, but I (laughs) I woke up and I had no idea where I was. I didn't know my name. I just kind of ended up university. I went to it was crazy. (laughs) No, I I didn't know. I mean, I did know that that. Hold on, let me restart. I did know. I did know where I was. I do not remember in the current moment where I was. Um, yes, but regardless, regardless, the important thing was I was driving on a road specifically and that road at one point in the right hand turn lane had a left turn like indicator on the floor or not floor. What do you call it? What do you call a cement floor? Or wait, no, the ground. No, um, the floor that cars drive on road Road. on the road, (laughs) (laughs) on the cars drive on. I've never heard of road. (laughs) Um, like that the 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 left turn little arrow like going like swoop over to the left right it was in the right turn lane which that's so weird i i but like that's just such an obvious thing to fix that i don't know why it's first of all why it was there in the first place but secondly why it's still there because you know there. you're going to get someone... I, well, I mean, it was when I was there. I don't know. I don't know where it is. I can't yeah, go back and check. Yeah, he doesn't that day. When <laughs> yeah. he woke up, he didn't I didn't know, know where, where I was, was. <laughs> so I, don't, I can't go back and check. That leads into a question I have. What is the road that people walk on? What is that called? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
but yeah. we should probably get them back on topic for yeah so to, so like, let's give a difficulty rating to replay on a scale of one to ten let's let's each go around starting with i think with you caleb because you know the most about it okay i'm gonna give a long answer for this but it depends on the sport for me so like Oh, yeah. Soccer replay might be a four or five in volleyball around the same thing. Baseball, I'll give a seven to seven and a half, maybe eight out of ten. And then basketball replay, I'll give it like a nine or ten. Oh, you'd say basketball replay is harder than baseball Yes, replay. baseball to me is more predictable and there's breaks between the plays. Basketball is nonstop yeah. and more fast-paced than baseball is. So baseball takes longer and there's more plays, but it's easier to know which plays are going to be replays. Yeah, I guess when you when you do a lot of replay on baseball, your opinion changes. Because my opinion was that baseball was harder than basketball, but I kind of see where you're coming from because I was just overwhelmed with the ABAB replays. The fact that I had to play That's uh, one camera angle on A and then like I had to link them both first and then scrub them both back at the same time and then unlink them and play A, and then whenever they needed me to play B, I needed to go to B and press uh, play. And then theoretically, in A, B, A, B replays, I would go to A again, and I would scrub it back to a different point. And then I would play that, and then they would fade into that, and then I would press B and scrub back to a different point, and then they would fade into B, and then after that, um, then the replay would be over. Uh, I don't think I ever got to the point where I was good at that. But I think with more practice, just because my first baseball season was cut in half, uh, probably more than half, actually, by COVID. And so, um, so yeah, I wish I got more um, more practice on replay. But I, I would agree with you that it depends on the sport. Because um, I really enjoyed volleyball and soccer and well, I enjoyed volleyball and basketball replay the most. I think volleyball was my favorite sport to do replay on. Um, but baseball was just really stressful. And I think it would have been less stressful if I was able to get more practice. I just circumstances made it so that I wasn't able to. Um, but maybe to average all the numbers, I'd also maybe put it at around a seven or an eight. Um, I, I didn't think about this, but I guess you can't give a very accurate difficulty rating game. i mean i can give one based off of you know absolutely nothing no kind of experience just, at all oh well yeah yeah okay. so i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a uh 9.8 out of 10 okay. um the point two is taken off from the difficulty because you get to play with a little spinny thing which is kind of fun <laughs> which is um also you get to pull a lever and go like thud, 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 and like make it go like woo woo and stuff like that like um but mm-hmm until you're good at it, it looks terrifying. Right. If you can run replay at the speed of basketball and the frequency of baseball, you can do anything in the PBN that we do. Yeah. Especially, and, and you can do everything that is expected of you as well. Chris is very good about um, if you just don't know enough about what you are doing. Um, he's very good about meeting you where you're at. Like, challenging you to do more than you think you can do but if you really can't do it then he'll show you how um he will he will make sure that you can do it so that next time he expects you to do it uh you will be able to he's very good about that 
cool. So that being said, we're going to take a break and then we're going to get into some Q&A questions and a news piece about a PBN worker, one of our own. So let's take a break and then we'll get back to it. Welcome back to Auto In. I hope you enjoyed our groovy little music transition thing. And today we're actually, it's not ours. It's Jesse Likes. Yeah. Um, shout out to him because he did an amazing job with the yes, intro thank you for transition that. music. Let's get into our first question. The PBN is a, or, or <laughs> I should introduce the person who asked it. Robin from Houston, Texas asks, the PBN is a sports network. Do all of you love sports? Speaking for myself, yes. Speaking for everyone, not everyone loves it. But that doesn't take away from the job because there's there's things we do that's other than sports. We'll do commencements. Right now we're doing chapels. And then there's yeah. some, like, even just equipment maintenance and learning that goes into it that someone who doesn't, like, love sports can enjoy. Yeah, so, like, for me personally, I've never been a huge sports person. Um, I don't mind sports. I have fun if like I go to a sports game or whatever but I'm not the type of person who's gonna you know come home and be like all right time to watch football on Sunday or like time to watch whatever sport is out there there's uh, there's probably more than football football (laughs) I'm an American Uh... okay I just know football there's literally no other sport (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is like okay well I, I will I would actually watch hockey I just haven't ever really sat down to do it and get real invested in it but my point is yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a big. He's doing a lot of like. No, the general term for football. Gestures. Sport. I'm not a big sports person. That's <laughs> what I was trying to get at. He's, you're you're good at like you're good at sentences and you can speak today. But there are simple words like sports and road. Yeah. That you trip up on and we have to like explain <laughs> to you. that's my problem is especially recently and i don't know why i've been forgetting words just general words really easily (laughs) um like it's not a situation of like i have a concussion i can't like you know form sentences it's just like in the middle of a sentence there'll just be a blank and i'm like shoot (laughs) fill in the blanks quizzes it's like so relatable it's like as if conversations are mad libs right but like (laughs) you forget what to put in the blank. So you're just kind of sitting there like, you know, Mr. Jeffers told the cat. Oh, no, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What did Mr. Jeffers tell? Like, I know what he told the cat, but I don't know the word for what he told (laughs) the cat. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm not a huge sports person. Yeah, um, I'm I'm kind of the, the same way as Garrett. I'm not a huge sports person either. But yeah, I agree that it doesn't take away from the job. We do um, we do quite a few things that aren't sports. And even when we do sports, we learn a lot of things that are general to all kinds of broadcasts, news broadcasts, um, game show broadcasts, you know, other kinds of, you know, event broadcasts, talk shows, things like that. There are some general principles and general technologies that are used all throughout um, all throughout the broadcast field that and it's not just sports. For example, we're using um, we're using comparable technology, kind of cheaper technology, but comparable che- technology uh, to what we use at the PBN at our church. Like we use um, we use a switcher. We use uh, a, a digital audio um we use a digital soundboard on an iPad. Um, 
we have a computer program that works relatively um, the same as the TriCaster. Um, the camera's principles that we use, such as how to do focus racks and um, zooming in and zooming out, panning left and right, tilting up and down, um, locking cameras, unlocking cameras, or unlocking tripods, um, things like that. They are very general to all kinds of um, broadcast fields. And so if you're interested in, um, in working with the PBN or with uh, volunteering uh, with the PBN at any point in the future, um, that's one thing to keep in mind that, um, that if you're not a big sports person, it's still a great experience working at the PBN because you learn a whole lot more than just how to broadcast sports. Our second question is from April from Lawton, Oklahoma. And she asks, would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? Um, I uh, I should have thought about this. I literally knew that the question was coming. And I, <laughs> you're I you're the one that got the question. <laughs> I was the one that got the question exactly, and I didn't even think of my answer. Would I always be ten? What was it? Ten minutes late. Ten minutes late or twenty minutes early. I think I would always be twenty minutes early because one general principle of broadcast, which is what we, um, I mean, for broadcast, but you know, general for life as well, um, that Caleb touched on is that if you are early, you're on time. That's not just for running replays. That's also for coming in at the call time. Um, Chris emphasizes that in a, um, that, you know, here he expects us to be there at the call time. Um, but at a real job, if you come crashing in, at, if the call time's 5.30 and you come barging in at exactly 5.30, that's not going to look particularly good for you. You do want mm -hmm. to be um, early. And so that's why I'd say always be 20 minutes early because I, I also just tend to try to be early. That's one thing we learned in uh, our CLS class, actually, is the people who tend to be late uh, tend to also be the people that try very hard to show up on time. And for the people who try to show up early, they end up being on time. So that's one general principle. Early is on time. On time is late. Late is fired. Yeah. Uh, and with the call time too, especially, um, you can kind of think of it as like a deadline for an assignment where it's not just like a general, cause I think a, another problem too, along with the whole kind of, uh, what you said about, you know, if you try really hard to be on time, you usually end up late. Um, another problem too, is that, and I am this way, I'm speaking from my own experience. Uh, people including myself have the problem of seeing times to be somewhere as more of like a you're going to be around there generally like 10 oh. minutes late 10 minutes early that time kind of like a 10 minute margin sort of thing you know uh, rather okay. than like this is when you're supposed to be there and now there are some exceptions to that but like it's just kind of generally been accepted i think by a lot of people that you know when you give a time 10 minutes later than that like isn't a huge deal but in a the world of like broadcast and stuff like that everything has to be on time everything has to be so finely not I mean, there, there is margin for error, but it's usually much smaller than just, you know, like going to see a friend at a coffee house at like 10 or right. whatever, you know? So um, that was very specific at 10. <laughs> well, I meant to say 10 minutes, but I was about to say at 10 minutes. Oh, and I was like, I wait, think. that doesn't make sense. So I just cut out the minutes. So I'm like, that will just be oddly specific. <laughs> I think there was literally a point this week when we met at the coffee house at 10. I think we did, actually. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. That's oddly specific. Yeah, I'm talking about Seth. 
anyway, uh, <laughs> the, um, yeah, so with the call times, it's more like a deadline for a class, right? Where like you have your essay, it's due at 10. Now you can get it sent in at 10, but that's like really pushing it. And like, again, it's not going to look good for you if you're submitting right. all your work right at the deadline mm-hmm. and you're also risking being late. And if you're late, it's not going to go through and you're probably not going to get that submitted and get the points for it. I.e. in this context, you're going to get fired. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I didn't give my answer. I mean, you can probably tell from what I'm saying, but like 20 <laughs> minutes early. Um, Cause 10 minutes late is just rude. Like for anything, right? Because yeah. then you become that guy. Like you're the guy that is everyone's like, oh, you know, we got to wait 20 minutes because the person's not going to be here. You have for... to tell them a different time so that they show up on time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And when you have to do that, you know, <laughs> you're too consistent. Yeah, I think the hold up a lot of people have with being 20 minutes early everywhere is every time you have to do something that's 20 minutes, it's just wasted. But there's ways to make that 20 minutes productive. Mm-hmm. Let's get into our news piece for this week. Um, our, our news piece for this week is uh, how many times can I intro this news piece by saying the news piece for this week? Do it okay, again. So Go for the high time. score, Seth. The news piece for this week is... Um, Wait, hold on. What's the news piece for this week? The news piece for this week is pretty similar to the news piece from last week in structure, oh. but it's the news piece from this week. Oh, um, Okay. Which is the same, actually, as the news piece from this week. And wow. the news piece from this week is Austin Hill gets shoes that Bluetooth to his phone thanks to being wow. on the hockey team. What do you guys think about that? What- Absolutely incredible. Science has gone too far. Austin, okay. if you're listening, send me an Amazon link to those shoes. Yes. <laughs> okay, but Bluetooth, what do they do, though? Maybe they're do you just I think they play music. Wait, really? There's it's, speakers it's either, in your feet? It's either a speaker shoe or it's it connects to the phone and acts as a more accurate pedometer. Oh, that's interesting. That's just something I just now thought of, but I think it's music. I, <laughs> I literally <laughs> would have believed the latter um, I think, easier than I, I would have. I do actually think that that's a possibility, but I'm not Here, sure. Here, what are they called? I'll look them up right Yeah, now. we could just Google Bluetooth shoes. Bluetooth appears. shoes. Of, of Googling Bluetooth shoes. To see. Oh dang! Uh, there's women's Under Armour shoes. Do you think he has those? Oh, here's the Under Armour connected footwear page. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I didn't realize this was this much of a thing. Bluetooth. Apparently, shoes. this is like a whole, a whole it's, mic- yeah, market. Yeah, it's a pedometer thing. Oh yeah. Okay. It says it connects and stores and analyzes virtually every running metric, so you know exactly what you need to do to get better. Wouldn't that be great though if they were speaker shoes? Do also, it says they provide a zero gravity feel. You can just so somehow those shoes literally make you be able to float and like just Whoa. gravity doesn't even affect you anymore when you have those shoes. Zero on. gravity is risky though because if you just start going up, you can't really stop yourself. There needs to be like 0.1% gravity so you know eventually you'll come back down. <laughs> eventually <laughs> there'll be, be enough powerful. friction for you to stop. It's up but darker. He doesn't stop <laughs> when he reaches the top of the atmosphere. He just keeps going up just and then he gets suffocated going. in space. Along nice. with Russell... Uh, and they never meet Doug or Kevin. Well, but the question would become, would the house be able to survive the atmosphere? Because theoretically, like the balloons would just keep taking them up, are... right? But the house is made of wood. Would. So would the house just catch on fire? Oh. 
And then at that well, point, I think the air pre- as air pressure gets lower, the balloons eventually match the air pressure of the air, and that's when it stops going up. What? Wait, what? I didn't know that. Whoa! So, think about like all the people, all the kids who dropped helium balloons. There's some layer over the <gasps> atmosphere. That's the ozone layer. Oh my goodness! It's le- the ozone layer is literally my... a bunch of balloons that have been dropped. Helium balloons that have been dropped by kids. That's why. That's why the sun doesn't affect us, and why it's yellow because of just a bunch of yellow balloons yes, got put up all, there. But sometimes it's not yellow. Sometimes it's red. Oh! Sometimes it's kind of like greenish. Sometimes it's purpley. It literally filters through balloons. It's all based around what balloon is currently in front of the sun at a given time. Wow, that's crazy. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I it. would rather be 20 minutes early than 10 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> all that is to say, uh, well, hold on. We're on the news piece at this point. Oh, we were, we're talking, talking about this. I know. That, that was a joke. Oh, okay. Oh, what was the was news? Funny. Austin has shoes. Wow, he did it. Good job, Austin. Wow, he wears shoes. That's crazy. <laughs> I wonder what shoes. size he wears. You know what they You know what they don't. Okay, well, that was <laughs> okay. fun. <laughs> okay, well, on that note, I think we should talk about next week. What are we, what are we getting into next week? And that is camera operating. In fact, we have... We have Two possible guests in mind. We could have one of them. We could have both of them. We're going to see um, next week, but I don't want to give it give too much away. I just want to say it's going to be awesome. Could be our best episode yet. Yeah, camera operating is a really fun role. So hopefully, um, hopefully we'll have some really fun stories about that. Oh yeah, I was thinking about the the guest, the possible guests that were coming on, but that's also true. Camera operating is is cool, especially if you're first getting into broadcast. This is a widely applicable job. This is one of the first jobs that you'll probably uh, get on if you're getting into um, either church media work or um, broadcasting at a school. Um, if you're if you're first getting into broadcasting, camera operating is going to be one of the first things that you learn, and uh, it's it's a good job. It's cool. And we're going to talk about it in detail next week. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Caleb, for coming in. It was too much fun. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was too much fun. We'll try to make it less fun next time. Oh, no. <laughs> Caleb just shot Garrett with the, uh, the Patriots hand thing. Um, Foam finger. Foam finger. That's, that's what the better thing. Patriots hand thing is not. Well, um, yes. Any last words before we sign off? All right. Well, this has been Auto In, hosted by Seth Kelly and Garrett Walder, with special guest Caleb Todd, with music produced and performed by Jesse Liked and logo designed by John Brazino. Thank you for listening, and see you next week. I do have I do have some last words. Oh, okay. Almost every meme is just a good bad comparison. How could you say something so controversial yet so true? Wait, Brave. That was the meme. Dang it, I messed up the meme. Tragic. Oh. Auto out.